This is Wife Material Podcast, episode 13. Why do women need men? <clears throat> so what's interesting about that is the idea of, well, if a woman has a job, right, she has a place of her own, and she has her own stuff, and she can afford everything, how would she need a man? And in that, and, and in that uh, idea is like, well, you need them for stuff that isn't those things, isn't a roof over your head, your bills paid, ain't money in the bank. If you already have that, then you don't need that from a man, which means you don't need a man who, you know, makes a lot of money. Let me rephrase that. That makes double money, as in money for himself and money for you. You already have your own money, so you don't need a man who makes twice what you make because you already have your own money, so you don't need his money. Therefore, you should have his own money, you have your own money, and you can live in a modern world. <clears throat> Nothing wrong with this if women were okay with this. Part of the problem is women aren't. They want things the old-fashioned way, which is the man made twice the income that he needs because the extra income he gives to his significant other, his woman, right? His wife. Then he makes extra income if they have kids, so he has to make more money to take care of the kids. That's the way it used to be. Right? That's the idea of traditional. That man does everything he can to gather as much resources. Food, house, right? Shelter, protection, money, right? Everything necessary for a Units, a family, right, <clears throat> to be able to survive, be able to thrive, and that was the that was the main purpose goal of a man when it came to you know uh, materialistic things. Then, of course, you need a man to have babies. You need a man to help you raise the children, especially if it, one of the children or a couple of the children are boys. You need a man to be an example. Right? <clears throat> to try to teach, as a single woman, you could try to teach uh, your son how to be a man, but it's not going to work out too well. Because it's just more of, um, it's more of like hearsay, per, per, let's put it that way. It's more like hearsay. You tell them how a man's supposed to be, okay, but, but do men supposed to be that way? No. Does he have any examples? Does he have uncles? Uh, cousins that are older <clears throat> that can show him, you know, how men actually you know, be men, how men cope, somebody to talk to and bounce ideas off of when it comes to, you know, solving certain problems. So that's why it's better to have a man around for that um, situation. <clears throat> so the thing is, if you don't have a man, you obviously will end up in the old-fashioned scenario of being a cat lady. Um, that's the term that we used to use back in the day. I still use it, but the, the term for it now is modern women, <laughs> or feminists more, more so than, than, uh, than modern women. Because, <clears throat> um, you know, that's the path that uh, you ladies are headed if you lean towards the, the single life. And you can choose to, to go the single life. That's up to you. The problem is, is that when you start interacting with men in, in, a, in a capacity where you're getting in their way, while they're trying to find a woman, a wife, someone to spend the rest of their life with, to have kids with and whatnot, you're in the way, blocking these women from being able to find a man that they can spend the rest of their life with. And that's wrong. Considering the fact that you're the same women that talk about you don't need no man, but you have no problem being around them, having them around, friend zoning them, talking to them in not so positive ways. You have no problem interacting with men, like wanting to interact with them. But for some reason, strange is the idea of like I don't need no man and it's like you don't have to need a man but you can, you can still want a man so 
respect that factor. Respect the fact that you still want a man, even if you feel you don't need him. It's like, okay, you don't need a man for his money, for uh, protection, what he can do, you know, the things he man do for women. All right, fine. Get yourself a man who's, you know, who's okay not doing those things for you. You know, not putting a roof over your head, not, you know, spending money on you. You know, and, and try to, and, you know, try to work it out that way. If you make more money than him, hey, so be it. If you want to be in charge, hey, so be it. If he is cool with it, just don't be mis. Just stay away from guys who want to be with a woman, who want to be the leader, who want to provide, who wants to play that role. You know, just like you want men to accept modern women, except a woman makes her own money, has her own house, cars, blah blah blah, has a career, so that we accept it. We accept it. That's what you want. But that's not what we want. That's the thing. We don't want women like that. So we accept that that's what you want to do. Then go do that. That's the life you want to live. Then that's the life you want to live. But we don't want to be part of it. That's the problem. Because we don't want to be part of it. So we tell you that we're not interested in that 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 type of life. And you should be, you know, it should be okay. Like you should be like, all right, fine. And I'm not the one for you. Yeah. Clearly, so go do you, and I go find someone that you know agrees with me. You know that wants to have a life with me. You know whether she feels she needs me or not, it's it's irrelevant. It's does she really really want to be with me, and is she okay playing her part, just like I'll be playing my part. You know, marriages and relationships are no different than friendships. One person is. The main person that, you know, there's always a leader in, in everything. Even among friends, there's a leader. There's somebody who initiates a lot of the a lot of the things that the, 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 the group does. You know, there's always a leader somewhere in some shape or form. You know, um, even if there's two leaders, right? Let's, let's go with the two-leader concept. You know, if there's two leaders, they take turns leading because they, they, they understand that the other person's more... Um, um, qualified to lead in certain situations. You know, most of my friends uh, rely on me when it comes to military tactics because I'm ex-military. So, you know, when it comes to a situation where my military training is useful, obviously they'll rely on me. They'll trust me to lead the way and vice versa, right? Whatever they're good at, whatever they're proficient at, then I trust them on it. And we've done this many times, and this is how friendships tend to work. You know, everybody brings something to the table, as they say. Everybody has a particular set of skills that they bring to the to the group, to the, to the team, to the friendship, to the tribe, whatever you want to call it. Same thing as marriage. That's why it's weird to hear women talking about, I don't need no man, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, okay, if you don't need no man, you can do everything by yourself. That, that's great. That's awesome. Um, all right, well, you do you and leave these guys alone. Leave these men you know, stop going places where men and women are trying to interact with one another because they're trying to be together and you're there in the way. And that's the unfortunate thing. And then that's selfishness if you talk about you don't need a man, but you want to be around them. You want to be around women who are around men and then interfere. And it's like, that's not right. You don't need a man then stay away from them, you know. Woman that doesn't need me around, I'm not going to be around. You don't want me around, that's fine. You do you, I do me. <clears throat> so that's that's the thing, you know, is the fact that most women, they're going down that, that path, that dark path of being a cat lady or, you know, pets and, you know, are going to be the only living thing that's going to be living with you instead of a man. That's unfortunate because it's not necessary. Men are pretty awesome. <laughs> just like, you know, we agree that women are pretty awesome when they are. But it's unfortunate when it's hard to find these awesome women because we have these women out here that are, they're, you know, not so awesome in the way, distracting us from finding the awesome women 
there's some fem there's there's some um modern women that pretend to be traditional women just to get guys attention just to get guys to go oh well, she's old school she's traditional then suddenly start acting all modern quote unquote right modern and it's like wait what ah you tricked me just trying to manipulate me and then it becomes abusive because of the fact that at first it was like everything was all fine everything was all like traditional you know you rely you know you treated the guy like you know he was helpful he was useful you know pick you know um grabbing things from from tall tall you know from from high shelves and stuff for you and stuff like that opening the doors for you you liked all that <clears throat> but then when you want to get all political I disagree on a lot of stuff and start arguing pushbacks and start pointing out some of his flaws or something. It's like, hey, we're <laughs> you know we're all not we're humans. We're not perfect, right? We have flaws, but the idea is to you know always improve upon your well, your strengths and you know try to uh, you know fix your weaknesses. But to constantly be told that you have weaknesses on a daily basis is not a good thing. That becomes abusive. So, I know it's that be a problem. So that's kind of unfortunate when the women would do that. Try to make a guy think that she gets along really well with him, and then when she starts changing, and he's wondering what's wrong. Did he do something wrong? And then eventually he realizes that he didn't do anything wrong. He's being himself. It's that she changed. And in reality, it's not that she changed, it's that her true self came out. It's like, oh, you're pretending originally. Ah, this is the real you. And of course, that creates problems. But of course, at the same time, when a guy realizes that and distances himself, suddenly, you know, of course, on a woman's going to be like, oh, see, there ain't no good men out here, blah, blah, blah. No, they are good. The problem is, is that you're not treating them good. Therefore, they're going to get away from you because you're not good. That's how that works. And you're talking about there ain't no good men. What, you think men are supposed to be punching bags? Emotional, physical, like literally physical punching bags? They're supposed to take every every crazy thing, thing that comes out of your mind, in your mouth? No. Once they realize that you have issues and they can't help you, and all you're going to do is keep attacking them verbally, even literally physically. It's like, nah, they're going to distance themselves. They're going to get away from you. You know, it's something that I see a lot that happens is that, you know, we hear women talking about, oh, I was in a toxic relationship or this, that, and that. And it's like, yeah, when I hear that word toxic, I don't hear that as you were perfect and the guy was shitty. No, toxic as in you didn't get along with him. You were creating problems with him and vice versa. Right. The thing is, y'all weren't compatible. That's the way I look at toxic. It doesn't have to be like, you know, he was an asshole to you, you were an asshole to him. No, it doesn't have to be that 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 extreme. To me, it's just yeah, it was toxic. As in, y'all didn't match. Your 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 viewpoints of life is different than his. You're more modern, right? More likely a modern woman, and he was a traditional guy, and that clashed. So that's understandable that that didn't work. But to be like, oh, toxic, like like if like if he's bad or he's poisonous or something like that. No, no. He was just a certain type of guy that you were not compatible with. But yo, women, you see it over and over again. That's unfortunate that they're quick to point blame elsewhere. They would not blame themselves for why a relationship didn't work. They'll blame the other person why the relationship didn't work. Not realizing that it's like it takes two to tangle, right? And it's funny, they'll say that same expression, they'll be like, well, it takes two people to make the relationship work. Yeah. And you are not putting in your part. So let's not try to act like it, the other person wasn't. Especially when the roles are pretty basic. Like men don't eat, expect too much from women, don't want too much from women, and don't ask too much from women. Since we take from you so little, and you take from us so much, no way would it ever be a scenario where it's like, oh my god, he was so this, this, that, and so it's like, no, no, no. He just probably said no to you a lot, and that was the problem. He didn't give you more than you, everything you wanted. 
you probably gave you what you needed, but not what you wanted. And that was the problem. It wasn't him being a bad person. It was just him being that stupid. It's like, no, you need food and a roof over your head and bills paid and, and some relaxation, like some entertainment from time to time. He took care of your needs, but you want extra shit. You want, you want three, you know, fancy bags or three Gucci bags or something, just different colors or something. It's like, he's like, nah, you can get one and hope it makes sure it matches. You know, it goes good with all your outfits. But I'm not getting three different ones. So you can try to match them with different, different outfits. Like, nah, I'll get you one. You buy the other two. That's probably what happened, but you're going to be like, ah, oh, he's toxic, he's a bad man, eh, he don't love me, and all this extra bullshit. It's like, no, you just a uh, grown-ass little girl. That's what the fuck that was, you know? And that's the thing. It's important to know both sides of the stories, you know? Now, I'm not, I've seen time and time again, over and over and over again, women have a habit of picking up bad habits. They learn bad habits way quicker than good habits. That's why it's not surprising that most modern women don't have, you know, feminine behaviors, don't have good manners and stuff like that. That's why they're loud and disrespectful. The fact that they, most of them like the idea of being overweight. It's like, oh, that don't make no sense. That's all bad behavior. That's all toxic beha human behavior. Toxic human behavior. It has nothing to do with gender. It's just toxic human behavior to be overweight, disrespectful, you know, selfish, and the list goes on and on. And women been been, been doing that because I noticed there was a time, um, there was unfortunate situations where you know there were some good quality women, there were some douchebags, some shitty guys who were who were mentally little boys, not men. They had the body of a man, but they were mentally little boys, and they fucked up the relationships. They did, they didn't do good, and they ruined these women, and they you know. Cause these women to pick up the bad habits from these douchebags, and the women, you know, carried it on to the next relationship, and the next, the next, to a point where they, you know, ended up, you know, being very damaged goods, um, not just sexually, but emotionally, mentally, right? To the next guy. So it's unfortunate. That's why body count is one thing, because body count just shows that, okay, you've been with a lot of guys. That means you've been around a lot of guys, you interacted with a lot of guys. And obviously, you have sex, so that's the biggest interaction, and a lot is connected to that. Women, um, sex is emotional. It's not something they do just because it's like, I'm horny, I need to really, uh, get rid of this horniness, so I'm going to have sex to get this feeling to go away, so I can continue my life. <laughs> that can't go the whole entire day or the whole entire month or year, you know, constantly feeling horny, got to get rid of it, right? That's what men do. We do it logically. We're like, uh, I... I feel some type of way, and I need to. I need to deal with it. Can't let it, you know. Can't let it uh, build up inside. So I gotta let it out. But women is different. For women, you know, the the want to have sex. The need, most mostly, is the want. They want to have sex. That's a choice. They choose that, and they have to feel some type of way. They have to feel like they they're like, oh my god, I love him so much that I'm gonna jump on his dick. That's how women function when it comes to sex. Men don't function like that. Men don't choose to be horny, they just are. But they choose to, you know, how they how they choose to uh, relieve themselves of that um, urge, that need. Um, it depends on the situation. The stronger the urge, the harder it is to um, to, to deal with it. You know, to deal with it any in any alternative way, usually, you know, it's like you need you need something to happen. Um, I've came up with methods and tactics and strategies to uh, help myself with that situation. Uh, that's for some other topic. The thing is, you know, see, women function differently than men, so you to have sex with a guy, you have to feel some type of way, and that means you're you're attaching your emotions, your feelings, which influence and affect and shape and mold your mind. So of course, when you have a negative experience, which probably was your fault or a combination of your fault and the person that you're in a relationship with, um, that combination caused you to 
go from positive to negative and you stayed on negative for a long time and it just kept building up every time you got into a relationship it didn't get better because one you keep picking guys similar you keep picking guys you know quote unquote your type and if like the the stupid thing about the type and standard thing is like if a person is your type or standard then it's the relationship should always work it should be perfect if it's your type or standard but your most women's types and standards is is never what they really really need and never tends to work out and that's the problem that's where the whole bad boy sound comes in the whole you know getting with the bad boy you know it's like uh that's weird when the good boys are literally around you and they're all you know waving at you like letting you know hey i'm a good guy you should pick me you know you should talk get to know me you'll find out i'm a great guy but no you want to ignore that and just chase after the guy that every other girl is chasing and it's like you do realize that they're all making the same mistakes they're all chasing this guy because this guy's being chased he cares less about the women that chase him the more women chase him the, the more he cares less because he has all these options now if it was just one woman chasing him and no other woman chasing him she'd be more valuable which you have to understand the more women that that you know come to him the his interests his his thought process right the way he thinks about women starts spreading so let's say his um he really really care about this one woman 100 percent but then suddenly nine other women popped up so now the now that 100 percent gets divided by all 10 women so that means now all 10 women get 10 percent of his uh his interest his attention and then after a while you know some percentages will change this one woman might have a shitty personality like she curses at him a lot he doesn't like that so then she starts losing losing percentage and he gives that percentage to another woman and it's just like a whole bunch of like percentages you know going up and down in certain balances and that's why sometimes he'll end up you know uh, giving more attention to one girl one woman right and another woman because like oh she's you know you know she's you know 40 percent and she right and she's like 20 percent so they're they're almost similar you know there's some differences she's a little bit better than her blah blah, blah. like you know obviously looks wise so like she looks better than her so that's why she has 40 percent why she has 20 percent and all this stuff but that girl over there she's you know her and me get along we have a lot of the same hobbies so um you know she gets percentage but not the same as the other women because of certain criteria blah blah, blah. Yeah, the idea is like that's the way guys guys think when a woman you know sees a guy she gives all to him and ignores everybody else you know if there are other guys unless she just wants attention she's more likely you know taking 10 percent right giving 90 percent to the guys she likes and then the remaining 10 percent she'll put it into her friend zone right she'll give one percent to every guy in her friend zone so that's why she'll end up with like 10 guys in her friend zone while she's chasing this guy with 90 percent of her heart as it were that's what i mean by the percentage like the heart interest you know infatuation love whatever you want to call it attention you know <clears throat> uh, time whatever you want to call it right and that's how that normally functions but like i said with guys we try to you know we try to give we try to treat every woman equal to the best of our abilities like you're all women you're all like me so i like all y'all the same so that's where the percentages go drop equally but then certain things happen like oh you're you're, you're pretty mean to me this answer so you lost percentage oh you you only care about money and don't really respect me so you lose percentage and blah blah, blah. you know and it works out like that until he eventually makes a decision and sometimes he ends up marrying the, the one who got the most percentage out of the situation so this is you know how guys and women think so again with the not needing a man it's like you don't you don't you don't have to, you don't have to need a man but you should want one uh you should, or at least be happy uh, have a certain level of gratitude and gratefulness that, a, that if a guy likes you that he likes you that it requires a lot like i said the whole percentage thing if he likes you likes you 
he's giving you more attention than he's giving himself, he's giving anyone else. You know, he definitely should, you know, put more attention to himself and get and make sure that he's doing good with his life because you know this is his life too for him to dedicate every waking moment of his life to you that'd be too much he definitely needs to put more into himself but he definitely should give you some of his time and attention but again it's some he still has to live his life just like you get to live your life right you still get to do the things you want to do um, in the modern times that it's easier to do the things you want to do from home um, even on trips, like if you have a phone or a laptop, you can do whatever you want to do. Um, that's why it's so weird that like you expect more women to definitely jump on the internet, right? Besides OnlyFans, right? Jump on the internet and try to find ways to make money, you know, that, you know, which is a good thing, right? Make money, but still be open to the idea of a relationship and then get into a relationship. The, the, the money, you know, just helps pay for whatever you need to pay for, but you should still be living your life, and you're a woman. Live your life as a woman. While you're young and pretty, take advantage of that, and go find yourself a high-quality man. I mean by high-quality, a good man is what I mean. Good man for you. Another thing is, um, gotta point out, is that I, I hate that I notice a lot of modern women try to act like Every man has to be a good man. It's like, that'd be awesome, but that's not guaranteed. Just like, not every woman is, is awesome. Not every woman is, is a good woman. Yeah, not every man's going to be a good man. The thing is, yeah, <laughs> we should have more good hum, you know, men and women in the world. Yeah, I agree with that. That's why, that's why it's always a good idea to find a good man, have babies with that good man, and create good children. Then when the children grow up, they'll be good men and women. And then they hopefully would do the same thing because you would have raised them to go find themselves a good man or woman and keep that going until the human race, you know, 100, 200, 300, 500 years from now, a thousand years from now, are full of good people. And it all starts from you picking a good man. Um, but that's, you know, I already mentioned that in the other podcast episodes about the fact that you need to you know, take the human race to account. Women, you know, in nowadays be complaining about how people in general are shitty, but mainly to keep talking about how men are shitty, but it's like most men nowadays, especially younger men, tend to be uh, tend to grow up in single mother homes. Right? Mother. Emphasis on that. Mother. As in female. A female is raising these men. Not men raising men, it's females raising men. So no surprise if a lot of the younger guys of this generation, at this current time in society, are pretty shitty. I mean, considering how most modern women shit on men, talking about, I don't need no man. It's like, so if you have that type of mindset of, you don't need no man, then if you had a child, a son, you will raise him to be not needed. And if you had a daughter, you will raise her not to need a man. Think about think about that 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 how problematic that is. How one, how unfair that is that you're making that decision. It's like, okay, if you don't need a man, that's fine. You don't have to need a man, but you should still want to be with one. You know, coexist with men at least. But no, you 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 want to you want to go at you're trying to go into this gender war, trying to trying to go fight against men. And it's like, but why do men built a lot of the stuff that's around you, allowed you to even use these things? You have a job for a reason. You're welcome. Men allowed you to work. Men didn't stop you to work. Men could, could literally make it illegal for women to work, period. But we don't. We let y'all work. Because we're not against the idea. We support it. Clearly, again, you're welcome. This is all. This is coming from all men on the planet. You're welcome. You know, this is what equality is. You want to work, we let you work. But the funny thing is, what what we want is for y'all to not only work, right, make money. We also want you to work with us. We're trying to we're, we're trying to compromise. We're trying to work with you. 
but you're clearly working against us, and that becomes a problem. It's like, wait, you wanted the ability to work, the ability to achieve goals and dreams. If you want to be an uh, astrophysicist or a doctor or something, great, do that. Become a doctor and a wife. Why can't you do both? The problem is, is, is trying to make excuses not to do both. Trying to act like one is better than the other, and it's like, ah, no, one is not necessarily better than the other one. One is useful, the whole doctor thing, right? That's useful, for example. But it's not better than, than being a wife, considering the fact that doctors will be obsolete in the upcoming you know, 10, 20 years because home care, you know, robotic you know, um, technologies, just even the ability to just, um, you know, use like a tablet or something and have, um, what is it called? Virtual um, doctors or virtual MD or whatever type of system. You get my point? The fact that you don't even have to see doctors. You know, you, you can have you can have people who, you know, got the degrees and studied in medical and stuff like that and was really good at, at, at you know, medicine be able to do basically, what is it called? Is it customer service? Something like customer service, right? Technical support, there you go, tech support. That's the term I was trying to go, tech support. Basically, medical tech support, where they can tell you how to, you know, uh, administer certain things, like aspirin or something. They can prescribe you and do some Airbnb, not Airbnb, <laughs> some um, Amazon, you know, drone type of delivery and deliver prescriptions and stuff. And like there, you know, here's the medicine, give the person two, you know, two pills, this and third, let them sleep, you know, like doctors, you won't have to visit doctors as much because literally most of, most of the equipment necessary for the doctor to diagnose and do stuff will be in the house. You'll have, you know, devices in the house that you can use to uh, check temperatures, check heart rates and all that stuff and send all that data to a doctor. So a doctor does not have to physically see you to be able to diagnose. Plus, with the help of AI, and I'm getting off topic because I'm getting into science, but you get my point. Is like, yeah, the whole being a doctor thing is not going to be that important in the near future. Being a housewife, right? Being a mother is going to be more useful because of the fact that you're going to need to be able to take care of your family, you know, your children, your husband, and vice versa. Your husband and your children will take care of you, you know, because home care will be a thing. Uh, working from home is becoming more of a thing now. A lot of people like the idea of working from home right now. It's about time. It's unfortunate a pandemic had to happen for it, for this to happen, but it's about time. It's like, this is long overdue. Been wanting everybody to start looking towards uh, working from home. Start, and companies, you know, will save a lot of money by not building big buildings, trying to, you know, have offices in a big building when they could just hire people through the internet and do business that way. You can you can do interviews with people through the internet. You know, we got the Zoom and stuff, right? Skype and all stuff. Like we got ways that we can communicate with people and you know we got we got technology. We gotta use it to, to its fullest and be able to do the things that we normally used to do face to face. Things that used to be inconvenienced, things that used to take time. Uh, now things can be faster. Now you can you can you can take you can take a, a whole day and do a whole bunch of interviews from home until and then hopefully get one or like two three job offers right out of it and then be able to choose or you can do all three uh, all all the jobs if you get four jobs then do all four of them make that money you know what I mean if you have the skills to be able to do four different jobs and you have the time you can manage it and stuff great and again. It should be, you know, obviously, you should have it set up where you can you can spend like maybe six hours at most working for four different companies, and then the rest of the day is yours, and just do that. You know, that's the kind of stuff you know we'll be doing in the near future, especially with things being more automated. You're probably going to do more computer programming related stuff anyway. It's going to be more about creating uh, ideas, content. Things of that nature, being artistic, creative—you know—basically lean more towards human creativity, less of human physical capabilities. 
because we will have robots do all the physical stuff. We'll just do all the, you know, creative stuff. Not none of the log logistics or logic stuff that obviously will be can still be done by computers. Computers can can you know crunch numbers better than we do. So let them do their thing while we just focus on the stuff. So that's the thing. It's just in the in the near near future, <laughs> things are gonna change technology wise because most modern women use that as an excuse for not getting not being with a man or not needing a man and shit like that. It's the fact that, oh, I have a job, I got this, that, and that, I got all my own shit. Like, yeah, for now, until you don't, there's tons of women during the, you know, when the pandemic started, immediately lost their jobs because they weren't essential. They were useful because they did remedial tasks. They did tasks that, you know, they don't have automation for yet. But, you know, so they use women for that stuff. They hired y'all to do these things like data entry or whatever you were doing but that can obviously be replaced eventually you know it can be automated eventually so a lot of women's jobs then you know didn't last that long because eventually either automation or you know they just you know the companies will realize that it's it's they, they want to pivot like some companies probably needed uh physical people you know people to work and stuff like that in office buildings they were doing things a little bit more old-fashioned but then because of the pandemic they had to shift more digital or online do things more with uh what is it called uh more outsourcing so they had to like outs they had to partner with other companies to get certain tasks done and those companies probably don't even use people probably use automation so now they're borrowing you got companies borrowing automations from other companies you know hiring other companies to do things for them and the irony is those companies are using robots to do the work so then that's free um that's uh, free labor right there with the automation so they don't have to pay for it so that's so whatever money they make a lot it's it's um a large percentage of it is just profit because they're not paying no employees to do these things um, because you know they have they got robots doing their work but this other company doesn't know that the, the work that they are paying for is not being done by humans it's being done by robots but they don't care, you know, they're not going to look and see be, see if the work is being done by humans or not, because all they care about is the productivity, is the end result. If they get what they want and what they paid for, that's all that really matters. So then that's what I'm saying. It's like, it gets to the point where like, yeah, we're not, <laughs> we're not doing, you know, like careers and shit like that ain't a thing. Like, be happy you got a job. Stack that money. Save that money. Save it for your retirement. And you should be trying to retire before you're, um, you know, before you're 40, you know, especially if you're a woman, women should be retiring real quick. You should be making as, as much money as you can, as quickly as you can, save it, put it into a, like a high yield savings account, you know, make some dividends by investing in stock market, you know, do things, get into the real estate market, do things that make you money without you having to work. That way, when you're old, and if you want to be single, because you don't need no man, because we all know you're going to need money. That you're going to need, right? So at least make sure you got guaranteed income when you can't work no more. This whole, like, oh, I got to have a career, blah, blah, blah. I was like, screw that. I don't want a career. You know, my life is my career, right? Everything I do in my life, everything I'm trying to, I'm working towards and achieving and, and the people I interact with and the and benefit I am to the world, that's my career. I don't need a, a nine to five career. Life, my life is a career. You know, I'll be I'll be living this life until the day I die, right? So that's the thing. You don't live to work. You work to live. And I definitely work to live. So, you know, live the best life I can live for myself and those around me. And ladies, do 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 what you want. All I'm asking is like, please get out the way. Just you, do you. I support you. I support you being a strong, independent woman. But keep it that way. Go to the side. Be strong, independent. Over there. And let all these other women that want me to take care of them, want me to, you know, put a roof over their head, want me to upgrade them from, you know, eating ramen noodles to eating caviar. Let me do these things. Let me, you know, be with women like that. You know? It's a win-win situation. Win for them, win for me. 
And it's a win for you because you're strong and independent. You don't need no man, right? So get out of my way. The problem is, is you're in my way. I'm trying to find a needle in a haystack, but it but it sucks when <laughs> when the haystack keeps moving around and keeps getting in my way. Right? Try to find the diamond in the rough. Try to find the one woman to rule them all, and you keep getting in the way with your attitude, with your actual physical size getting in the way that I could barely get around you to get to, you know, the woman that does need me. And all we're saying is like, do what you want. Do you. Just don't do anything that hurts others. Don't get in other people's way. Don't inconvenience other people. That's the thing. You do understand that you're, you're, the way you think, the way you live your life does have negative consequences to those around you because your way of life, your way of thinking is selfish. You can't be selfish in a team, in a tribe, in a society. The thing is, you're part of society. You, you live in wherever you live, whether it's a city, a town, you live with a whole bunch of other people. You're not alone on this planet. You're not alone where you, even where you're living. You're not alone. Just you got neighbors. You're not alone. So stop acting like what you do for yourself selfishly does not affect others because it does. Especially if you're, like I said, if you're in my way, get out of my way so I can find, you know, the woman I'm looking for. Instead of being in my way, being an inconvenience. I'm not trying to, you know. Stop you from living your life the way you want. I'm not trying to make you change the way you live your life. You know, if you want to change, that's your decisions, up to you. Your body, your choice, right? So you choose your path. But that's the thing. I accept that you already chose your path to be a modern woman, to be strong and independent. So go do that. Just like I expect you to respect me choosing to be a traditional man who needs to be dependent on that needs somebody to you know to rely on on me on my strengths my physical my mental my social you know qualities somebody who needs me if you don't need me that's fine i'm not for you i'm for who does need me you know they will saying you know save those two you know you can only help those who who, who help them you only help those who want it, right? You only help those who need help. And if you don't need me, then stay away from me so that way I can find somebody who does need me. That's an unfortunate thing that you're wasting my time getting in my way when there's somebody out there that needs me. So, so the thing is, like, do women need men? You can, you can change that question around, do men need women? You know? Like in the sense of, you know, having a, you know, having a job and bills and this and third, you know, being independent, right? Being self-reliant. Do you need anyone else to be self-reliant? Not necessary, because that's the whole idea of being self-reliant. Is you rely on your capabilities to function and to to navigate the to navigate the world. But would it be better for you to have a teammate, a partner, you know? A man or a woman or, you know, friends and family and this goes on, other human beings in general. Like, would it be better? You know, they always say two heads are better than one. And it's unfortunate that most women, most modern women talk about, like, they don't need no man. It's like, but two heads are better than one. Why? why? Just like two incomes are better than one. Like, men are not against women having money. Men just don't like it that women use money as a weapon, use money against men. For example. If a man doesn't make "quote unquote" enough money, he ain't he ain't good enough. That's not right, right? You know, women judging men based off of their income. It's like, but if if it's about equality, it's about you know, you don't need no man. A.K. You don't need no man's money is what you supposed is what you really should be saying. Not you don't need no man, man. Like you don't physically need a, a, a male species. Like, where well, you clearly still want the male species. What you mean is you don't need no man to pay your bills. I'm okay with not paying your bills if that's what you want. But I also would be okay paying your bills if that's what you want. But all I ask in return is, you know, very few things. 
respect. I'm going to give you respect. So give it back. You know, love and attention. I expect it in return. On other things. What I'm saying is like, let's work it out. Let's get together. Let's do things, you know. I have no problem, you know, with a modern style arrangement where both partners make money. It's not a problem. But at some point, we got to take turns or at some point, one of us has to, you know, take up the responsibility of, you know, helping raise kids. For example, if we have kids and, you know, that kind of stuff. I know I want kids, so, you know, I can't say I don't need no woman. I mean, scientifically, I, I might not need no woman, but I would rather have a woman in my life helping raise the kids. I don't want to do it by myself. You know, whatever happens, happens. Make the best of it. But I'd rather be in a husband and wife type of situation. So, whether you need a man or not, get one. It's better to have it's better to have a man and not need him than to need him and not want not have him. That's the most important thing. I know some women out here, they they want a man. You know, they feel they you know some some even say they need a man, but they made certain decisions that made it difficult to get a man, and. Yeah, that'll be for the for a future episode. Because uh, it's really important that women understand modern women, for example. If you choose to be a modern woman, uh, actually, that should be this 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 episode. If you choose to be a modern woman, you you already you already made it where it's going to be hard for you to have a man and have kids and stuff like that. Especially if you waited too long. And um, the thing is, is that you're supposed to do things backwards. As in, not your career first and then family. No, family first, then a career. Because once you create a family and you um, make sure the fam family is stable and is functioning to the point where you can have a job, career, whatever, right? And still, you know, you know have a family. Then that's great. Because the thing is, is that it's always, it always seems weird that women try to make it seem like they couldn't have a family first. It's like if you have a child at a young age, right, eventually the child over time will get older to the point where the child won't need you as much as they, they were when they were big. They'll need you less. So the older they get, the less they'll need you, you know, to take care of them. So they'll be able to take care of themselves more. That will get free you up to do what you want to do. So you want to go do the job career thing? Yeah, great. Do that. Afterwards. You know, this is, you know, the whole career job thing <clears throat> should definitely be something you do later in life, not early in life. You know, early in life, you should, you should women, see, for women and men are different. Women should work later in life and start a family early in life. Men should, should start working early in life, right? And then do the, the the family thing later. Or I mean, do the family thing, I mean, like retire and stuff like that and spend more time with the family later in life, right? So the dynamic would be a young man working, a woman gets pregnant by this young man, and then they're both, you know, doing their part. He's working, she's doing the child care. Then they get to a certain point where the man has made enough money, especially enough passive income, for example. He, he, he made a lot of money, so he has a big nest, um, a retirement fund and stuff like that. And he, 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 did, he managed money well, so now he's able to work less, which means he could be home more. And then if the woman wants to work so that way she can make money, then she can because he'll be able to you know, help take turns. And nothing wrong with teamwork, you know, taking turns. That's all great if y'all make it work. Y'all got to try to make it work. And first and foremost, women got to try to make it work. Women are the ones who are quick to quit, quick to give up, quick, quick to try to change. You know? Men, men are pretty stubborn. You know, 
men like something, they tend to stay with that thing they like for a long period of time. When they, you know, when they get used to something, they stay used to that thing for a long time. Men get complacent a lot, a lot more often than women. Women get bored too quickly. They change their mind too often. So that's where a lot of the problems really come from. Relationships are not working. It's because the woman is the one changing. While the guy's going one direction, thinking that she's going the same direction he's going, he suddenly sees that she's going the opposite direction. She's going another direction. It's like, wait, where are you going? So we were going this way together. Going to live a life this way. She's like, now nah, I want to go do this. That's, that's a different direction. And that direction doesn't look like there's anything over there for me. It's like it's more for you. See? And that's the thing. It's selfishness. Not wanting to have kids that's selfish. Wanting to have a career instead of a life that's selfish. Not wanting to be a man and have a career instead selfish. Right? Talking about money, money, money as if money matters. Money doesn't matter. Especially it doesn't matter to men. We get the money because it's useful. It's a tool. We use it to get the things we need, like women. You know, take care of, you know, children. We have children, we use the money to take care of them. That's why we, you know, we use money to pay bills and so forth and so forth. We use money for taking care of things we need. The things we want, we want, the things we want, should, the things we want usually are free or should be free. That's how men are. Things we want are things that are usually free or should be free. Not things you have to pay for. Shit, you have to pay for is like men will always choose the things they need more than they want when it comes to spending money. Men aren't quick to, you know, spend money like, you know, like crazy. But women do. Women love spending money because they care about what they want more than what they need. And they tend to put their, their wants over their needs. And that's unfortunate. And your needs, you do need them, right? You would think you'll put them top priority, but women tend to put their wants over their needs. So if they want something, they'll be in a hurry to get it, but then once they get it, they no longer care for it. That becomes a problem. Same thing as, oh, oh yeah, I, I want this man. I don't need no man, but I want him. And once you get him, you, you start doing things that, that drive him away, that makes him not want to be around you. It's like, well, should have been nicer. Should have you should have tried to work things out. Could have tried to find a way to get somebody else to get involved. They can help y'all work it out. If you can't, that's the thing, right? That I notice is when it comes to people in general, just not, not just men and women, but in general, when it comes to two people. When two people are mad at each other or two people disagree with each other, you need a third person to help offset that. Because if you have two people disagreeing, it's going to be hard for either one of them to convince the other one that they're wrong or convince the other one to to agree both people are going to just are going to disagree to disagree that becomes a problem the idea is you need them to agree you need them to come to a mutual agreement a win-win situation but mostly when people are disagreeing one somebody wants to win both people want to win obviously the thing is there's winners and losers in that scenario both people are thinking that way they're thinking i'm right that person's wrong, therefore, I shall win the, this argument. But in reality, it's the opposite. They could actually be wrong and the person's right, but they don't know. And that's where the back and forth goes in. But if you have a third person get involved, the third person can point certain things out. Like, for example, that person A is right and person B is wrong. Vice versa, person B is right, person A is wrong. Okay? Or both are wrong. Because both of them could probably be arguing about something and truly believe they're right about something, but then it turns out they're both wrong. They both were arguing about the wrong thing. They're both equally wrong. You know, and that's where the third person point of view, as they say, the third person view matters. That's where therapy and stuff like that is effective. That's why it's important to be able to incorporate a person who's, you know, not biased, per se, like, you know, you don't want to involve friends and family into um, certain, you know, disagreements. You want a third party that isn't, um, you know, doesn't have favoritism to one side or the other because that just defeats the purpose. That just means two against one. 
in certain situations. So you want a person who doesn't benefit from telling somebody they're wrong or they're right. So that, that, that's definitely going to be a very popular thing in the future. People are going to need that a lot, not just for like, you know, marriage or relationships, just for conversation in general. It's going to be tons of it. I wouldn't be surprised. That'd be, you know, epic. Oh, man. I, I, I had that idea once, uh, an idea for an app, a concept of an app, um, an app that can, that like when two people are arguing and they're trying to debate a certain thing, that, that your phone will literally pick up on the debate and then start speaking. So you imagine like your uh, a series starts saying, no, Batman is better than Superman. You know, like if some if two people are debating who will win in a fight, Batman or Superman, then and they're going back and forth disagreeing, but then Siri comes up and be like, actually, Batman will win because of this, that, and a third, or some <laughs> shit like that. And, you know, that'd be funny. Um, but that's a third person, you know, um, thing I was talking about. So, like, a third person, you know, app. Because the funny thing is, sometimes I notice this, um, we, me and my friends do this, where we, we go on the internet to, to confirm. Like, instead of us just going back and forth, thinking, like, Think I'm right, thinking you're wrong. Like instead of us arguing, let's just find out who's right. Because what matters is is the information, and this is how I I always view it. I don't I don't need to be right, and I'm human, so I don't want to be wrong. But you know, so I want the right information. I want the right, you know, I want to be. I want the right information. I don't want to be wrong, and I don't want the person that I'm arguing with to be wrong. So I want to find the right information, and once we find the right information. That's what matters. Uh, that's the way I look at uh, arguments and disagreements. It's more about finding out the truth more than who's right, who's wrong. Um, but not everybody does that. <laughs> A lot of people really love the idea of being right. Even when somebody proves that they're wrong, they just keep on going. And they're just trying to find a way to be right. And it's like, that's, that's toxic. When you can't, even when even when there's proof that you're wrong about something, you're not willing to admit it. You're not willing to respect the other person. But like, okay, okay, so I was wrong. I, 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 I can own that. I'm wrong, and now I know. And knowing's half the battle. Because here's the thing: once you find out the right information, you're no longer wrong. So the idea of like making a big deal about you being wrong, like ah, see, you were wrong. I'm gonna make a big deal about it, and every day I'm gonna remind you that you're wrong. No, I'm no longer wrong because now I know. The right answer i know you know the truth and we all know the truth so that's what matters the who's right who's wrong doesn't matter what matter was ultimately that we all have the same information that we all have right but sometimes some people forget that the reason we talk to one another is to share information it's it's data transfer it's knowledge transfer if i tell you two plus two equals four it's because i want you to know that i want you to know that information and if it's right and I'm and I'm hoping it's right because that'd be that'd be wrong for me to give you wrong information, right? Hopefully, two plus two is four, and I gave you something useful. But most people, especially nowadays, have this mindset of like, no, no, everyone's wrong, everyone's wrong, no one, no one's perfect, no one can be right, blah blah blah. All these excuses are like, yeah, that's you're going too extreme with the whole nobody's perfect. It's like, yeah, nobody's perfect, but doesn't mean no one's good. No one's, you know, eighty percent. Perfect or ninety percent, you know, close to perfect. If you if you view one hundred percent as being perfect, somebody could be ninety nine percent. Somebody could be ninety percent. That's better than 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 twenty percent or ten percent or two percent. I'd rather be ninety percent, right? Um, like really, really, you know, right about things than to be um, nine percent right. Right, because that means the remaining ninety-one percent, I'm wrong. I'd rather be more right than wrong. So the percentage matters. So I don't have to be one hundred percent right all the time. I just gotta be at least over fifty percent right to offset the fact that I was wrong a couple times, right? Uh, but too many people don't think that way. They just everything has to be an absolute for some people, and it's like no, nah, not everything's an absolute. Everything does have percentage. You know, there's some there's there's some bad people have good in them and some good people have bad in them, you know, the yin-yang thing, you know. You know, there's gray areas. Not everything, not everything is, is right, not everything is wrong, you know what I mean? There's, there's variations. 
You just got to be open to that idea, open to the fact that there are variations. So the whole, you know, you don't need a man is like, okay, you don't have to need a man, you know, financially, or socially, or whatever. Then that's better because that means that's, 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 that's less women um, men have to deal with on the romantic tip you know, on the dating scene, you know, so it should make it easier for a man to find a woman that does want a man, does need a man, or whatever you want to look at. But that's the thing. Most of these, like, if I go to a club, for example, I'm going to a club trying to find women who are single and looking you know, to find, hopefully looking to find me, and hopefully they find me, right? But what's unfortunate is that the way most of these clubs work is they let the ladies in free, which means they also let ladies that don't need a man, don't want a man, in for free as well. So once I go to the club that I paid for, by the way, because I don't get in for free, so I go in there and I see all these women and I start, you know, you know, I start seeing things that I like, certain qualities in women that I see that, that are my type, and I start approaching and talking. And if you just so happen to be a strong, independent woman that don't need no man, um, why are you here? You're, you're, you're literally in my way. Like I'm here looking for a woman that is interested in me. That's literally here waiting for me to, to arrive and to talk and interact with and to get to know. You're here getting in the way of that. That's not right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that to you. I'm not inconveniencing your life. Why do you think it's okay for you to inconvenience mine? That's the real question right there. If you don't need no man, why are you in a man's way? Get out of our way. Get out of the way of these women that want men. If you don't need no man, move, move over. Move to the side. Let the women who do need a man find their men. <laughs> 